And now it's time for the Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies. I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader. And I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. We're the insiders. So today we're going to talk about the Supreme Court race, in particular the primary. And there are four candidates, two progressives and two conservatives. And that's probably the way it's going to break down. On the progressive side, we've got Janet Protasewicz, a judge in Milwaukee County, former prosecutor, who a little bird tells me is leading in the polls of all four of the candidates. It is a nonpartisan race. So she's leading ahead of all four. And she has this great secret weapon of Ben Wickler, the head of the Democratic Party, who's raising a boatload of money. She just got endorsed by Emily's List. Looks like she's going to be the, the winner over Everett Mitchell, a, a, a circuit court judge here in Dane County. But the, progr- the progressives, although it looks like that one is pretty much a punch ticket, on the conservative side or the Republican side, there's a real race over there. So, Scott, what's your take on the conservative side of this? You know, if you'd asked me a month ago, I would have said that uh, – Clearly, Jennifer Doro would make it in uh, into the finals here, that she was the stronger conservative candidate because she had this extraordinary name ID that was given to her as a result of her performance in the Waukesha Christmas Parade trial. Um, a lot of people were watched that on television, watched it, uh, listened to it on the radio. It was news every day. And um, as a judge, she played a stronger role than you typically have in a trial, right? I mean, she essentially stared down evil and this obnoxious, horrible individual day after day after day. Um, And that really resonated, I think, with lots of people. She became a a star. Heck, kids dressed up as her for Halloween here in Waukesha County. Um, So I would have guessed that that was going to be that she was going to make it through um, but Dan Kelly and his allies have uh, raised a lot of money um, and have spent most of it trashing her. Um, and Protosewicz and the Democrats have raised a lot of money and spent a large chunk of it trashing her. Um, while Doro may spend uh, you know, less than a million dollars in her race in the primary, she's going to have four or five million dollars of negative ads against her. So the question is, does do those, you know, those proud memories of just a few months ago still last or have they been seriously tarnished or have they been completely replaced by a new set of uh, images about what people think about her? Uh, so that's, that's I think, the question here. And I, I think it's very tough to call which of to those two conservatives now make it into the general election. Well, the prog- the progressives are in a good spot here. Protosewitz is leading, but for good reason. She's working hard. She, I think abortion is going to be the deciding vote in the general election. And She's going to win that handily, even with the uh, Republicans in the suburbs of, of, of Milwaukee. But in terms of that conservative race, the other problem that I've seen with Thoreau, and you could see it from the very first debate that they had at, that was politics put on, she was unable to articulate her own view. She had to look at a sheet with answers, very rote given. We also now we find out she worked for a law firm that specifically advertised to represent people who may have molested children. Oh, that isn't a good look. So I'm afraid that she has some baggage here that we were not aware of. And there's some other baggage as well that I won't bring up. But I'm afraid that that's going to be something that is going to give some credence to what uh, what the other side, including the independent money, is saying against her in the primary. So I don't know. I would defer to Scott's judgment on this. But I think what I agree with Scott looked like a 
probable and uh, unlikely uh, opportunity for her to get through the primary is looking much more challenging at this point. And then on the other hand, if the other guy gets through, we've got, you know, Kelly is a proven loser. He lost by 10 points. It wasn't even close. So I'm not thinking that the conservatives have a really good situation, but I'll tell you this. For the primary, because it's decided on our side, it's bowl of popcorn time for Democrats coming up on this primary on the 21st. Well, I, I think you're right. The Democrats have played the cards very well uh, during all this. They rallied around one candidate early. They were able to marshal a lot of resources from around the country. And then they spent that not only in defining their candidate, but also in defining the conservative candidates who are in the middle of a mud fight over on the side here. So um, I, I I think the Democrats come out of this primary in better shape than whatever Republican candidate makes it through. And this is going to be a tough challenge for us. But the whole thing's going to re-scramble again, right? So we think there might be something like $10 million, which is a record, um, uh, probably a national record spent in the primary here. But there's going to be another $30 million maybe spent in the general election on this race. And all of that will reset the table. I mean, by the, they'll bring up stuff you and I don't even know about these candidates by the time this is done, Chuck. And um, that will completely transform the race. It, neither candidate will have much say about their campaign after Tuesday. The, it will be outside money that determines uh, what people think about the two candidates in this race uh, when it comes to April. I agree with actually everything that Scott said there. Let me add one other element, though, that I think is the defining reality for the general election, and that is that abortion will make the decision, and it will be the women of this state who will say the progressive, Potosiewicz, as opposed to the guy who went to the Christian Broadcasting uh, Network's uh, law school and graduated there, it will be that issue that will decide and will come down on the progressive end of the spectrum. People want individual rights. That's my only so caveat to what Scott said. So historically, these races have been decided by which candidate has the best judicial experience and who has law enforcement support. Um, and I think you're right, Chuck. I think the Democrats are succeeding in changing the issue constellation in this race. Um, we'll see if it still ends up being about law enforcement in April. Um, but clearly, abortion is going to be one of the questions that people will have in their mind when they're making a decision about who to vote for the Supreme Court in April. We'll see what happens after the primary. See you next time. You've been listening to The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies.